Fancy managers, welcome to the FPL Addicts Game Week 10 preview podcast, powered, of course, by Esports Live and sponsored by the wonderful people at Bonus Bank. Of course, this is our preview for Game Week 10. We've got a full Game Week players every week, which includes the Guru's team selection, this preview pod, the Guru Scout 11, as well as Hot Tips. So there's so much great content um, with views and opinions from us all, so you don't want to be missing that. If you're enjoying our content, make sure to give our video a like, as well as subscribing and turn the notification bell on. If you're listening on Apple, do leave us a review, please. It really does help us out to spread the word, to spread awareness. So that would be brilliant if you could do that for us. Of course, the Guru raised the bat in FPL this week, which we'll get onto in a bit. We're also trying to get into 100 subscribers here on YouTube. Um, we're currently one away from that milestone. So if you could help us out with that, that would be absolutely remarkable. Now, as I mentioned, this podcast is sponsored by the wonderful people at Bonus Bank. So a big thank you to them. If you've not tried it already, the platform is free to join. But if you do want to unlock special features and go premium, make sure to use the code FPLADDICTS to use a 25% discount on your first month's membership. And there is no locking contracts. It's Australia and New Zealand's fastest growing side hustle where you can take advantage of bookmaker promotions. So make sure you get on it. The link in the caption is there for details. So, of course, we're back with our wonderful panel. Obviously, I've stepped in for Elliot, who um, said he can't make it tonight. He's too busy re-watching that Callum Wilson goal. So, he is absent. I've stepped in in his absence, but all the other usuals are here. And also, Statman Dave, of course, isn't. So, a bit of a, um, a shorter panel, but star-studded nonetheless. We'll start with a man who, like Manchester United, we've got no intentions of sacking this manager. It's Jack Gillibrand from Esports Live. How are you doing, mate? <laughs> I was going to say very good then, but yeah, pro probably not. I've had a couple of days to, uh, you know, try and get my head together after that head loss. Um, but yeah, slowly, slowly coming back around, um, you know, despite the United result, FPL was a good game week. Yeah, I mean, on the other, I mean, we don't have to talk about that. Well, I mean, we will have to in a bit, but we'll uh, try and uh, get your mind off that for as long as possible. As little as possible, um, Ollie. Well, be brilliant. Well, well, yeah, well in, in, well, in that case, we're going to move on to Chris Reed, who's obviously on the other side of the coin, who's obviously buzzing with the result on Sunday. So uh, we'll let him get his banter out of the way. How are you doing, Reedy? I'm good. I'm good, Ollie. Oh, soaking it in, baby. Soaking it in. Um, what more is there to say than Liverpool 5-0, Mo Salah, just turning it up, you know. FBL, brilliant. So... I'm going well into the um, next game week, game week 10. I'm looking forward to it and uh, looking forward to Liverpool playing again. Yeah, of course, as you would be, they're on really good form at the moment. Mo Salah is the best player in the world. Jurgen Klopp is probably the best manager in the world. And our Jurgen Klopp is Matt Day, the guru from FPL Addicts. How are you doing, my mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, Ollie. Obviously, unbelievable week of FPL. Some massive scores. You know, triple digits for some of us on this podcast. Not all. Um yeah, can't wait for game week 10. It's going to be massive. Yeah, it will be. But before we get there, of course, we do have to review game week nine. So we'll do that in just a moment. We've obviously got all the leagues to look over. But we're going to start off with the quick look at the results, of course, from game week nine in terms of a football sense. And the first game, Jack, I'm going to go over to you. You've got the pick of the board. What do you reckon, mate? Oh, that the game The game for me was uh, that Watford-Everton game. <laughs> Crazy, I've, wasn't got to, it? I've got to avoid this Man United game, haven't I? So, uh, Everton Watford goals galore, Everton going 2 1 up, and the comeback from Watford was just ridiculous. And obviously, taking the win, goals every you know, goal rush here was going crazy, wasn't it? So, there's some good assets in there. Didn't see that after Ranieri's loss last week. Um, obviously, they conceded five and they've hit five back this week. Everton just seems to be all over the place. So, you know, you can't even look at any Everton assets, really, to be fair. But Watford are, you know, definitely a lot of cheap enablers in there. So, from an FBL sense, a couple of good ones to look at. Josh King with that hat-trick. Um, yeah, really interesting and, yeah, very intriguing. Yeah, I was on the on the Rovers watch along and when there was ever a break in play, I was just checking the Premier League scores and that was one that just grabbed my attention. Just Watford just bagging the goals in. I'm like, what's going on at Goodison? It was a bit mental yeah. to watch. But, uh, no, one one of many things there, that you don't expect to see. Sorry, mate. Go yeah, on. no. Any, any assets there from, from Watford that you might consider? Yeah, I think like Josh King, you know, as a striker, I think strikers are few and far between at the moment. You know, there's a lot of injuries in FPL as well, or flags over players. Um so, yeah, he's cheap. Um, I think he's like maybe 5.5, 5.6, is he, for Josh King? Maybe probably a bit less, actually. Um, but uh, the likes of Dennis, but I think he's I think he's injured now. Uh, Kucho, possibly another another player to look at. 
uh, from an attacking sense. Um, midfielders probably not too keen and defend, defensive assets not too keen either. Definitely don't want Ben Foster in there. Well, I mean, you can have him on your bench. I've still got him on his bench. Yeah, you can stay on the David, bench. David Raya, but of course he's injured, which I'm sure we'll get on to. But a great, great win for Watford away from home. And maybe it could help kickstart their season. Reedy, we're going to move on to you next. You know, <laughs> no idea which game you're going to pick. <laughs> oh, oh, just... Hard nine in it, you know, five nil against Chelsea United. <laughs> yeah, yeah, could be. Um, but yeah, no, Old Trafford. Um, what a way to silence a crowd. Four nil in their backyard at half time. Um, yeah, your resident man there, Jack Gillibrand, was in bed at half time. Um, you know, crying into his pillow. Um, <laughs> no, he wasn't. But no, it was very similar. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I can imagine that. I kind of, you know, grow my crying. It's, it's, you love your football club at the end of the day. There's probably yeah. a few tears shed. But um, in that case, you know, what a game to just watch, even as a neutral. And you're seeing that sort of type of football being played, albeit United were under par, very under par, um, so disjointed. Um, but Liverpool just took advantage of that. We just capitalised on that. And um, some of the football was great to watch. And Abby Cater was actually fantastic um with some of his play and uh, yeah Mo Salah just oh we all we all love how how much he's getting those goals and how much he's uh, he's after that record uh, breaking Jamie Vardy's record and you know and giving us the points of fancy first and foremost but well, most importantly should I say well, I mean, I was just saying, I, I saw on uh, Monday morning, I think it was, I saw Jack posting the lineup for the United game, so now let's go. And it had been 12 hours before he'd updated his socials again. I was just like, where's he gone? Is he, is he all right kind of thing? You've gone uh, missing, you've gone MIA. Uh, Do you yeah. know something? I, I was meant to delete that because I woke up, right? I had about, I think about 20 Instagram DMs of abuse going, everyone, <laughs> everyone couldn't believe I still had it up or whichever. And I was, obviously, I just switched off from football. Yeah, the, the, the first... hours. The first few messages that I got from Jack was uh, an emoji fist pump, Canate with the side eyes, uh, no Mane, and then can't believe it. Now, the can't believe it was before the match kicked off. So <laughs> since then, I got no message after that. So <laughs> can't believe it. So maybe he was reflecting on it and thinking the exact same words, can't believe it, when he woke up and saw the final score. Yes, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I woke up on Monday morning and just saw what in the world was going on. Check the goal scorers, Salah hat trick, and I was absolutely buzzing. But enough about me, Guru. We'll move on to you, mate. You've got the rest of the board. Which game are you picking? It's got to be the Chelsea Norwich game, I think. Seven nil. You know what? An absolute hammering and some massive FPL points in this game. I think I heard a stat. I think it's from the true FPL goat, Rory, in our in our Discord. You know, he mentioned that every player in that Chelsea team hit, other than. Uh, that man Kai Havertz, who's obviously caused a lot of controversy in the in the FPL world this week, and um, yeah, just phenomenal game. You know the clean sheet points, the Rudiger assist, um, so much happened in that match. Um, the the Hudson Odoi, you know, eleven points, a Kovacic, and the Mason Mount hat trick with the assist. So um, yeah, it was an incredible uh, incredible game um, from an FPL point of view with those points. Yeah, I know we, we obviously celebrated, didn't we? Um... Obviously, on the podcast, when Kai Havertz withdrawn with his EO and whatever it was. So that was uh, unlucky for Kai Havertz owners. But, you know, for those that didn't have him, you know, got off scot-free. Yeah, completely agree there, mate. And, um, yeah, look, we, we had a bit of a laugh, a bit of a celebrate, but it was just, you know, some light-hearted banter from us all. And, um, you know, we uh, obviously deep down, if, if Havertz had done well, we would have... Uh, you know, we still would have appraised all those FBL managers that put him in, and they were unlucky, you know, to have seven goals and and nothing, nothing from Havertz this week. So, um, yeah, it's just really bad luck. Yeah, and I mean, there's been a lot of stuff on Twitter, hasn't there? There's been a lot of back and forth about you know people abusing other people for going with Havertz. There's definitely ground to go with Kai Havertz. It just wasn't their day. So you know what? To people that go go out there and captain someone else other than Salah, you know. Fair play for going a differential. It just didn't work this week, but there was definitely ground for it. So those were definitely unlucky. And you're not bad managers if you did decide to go for a different manager. But this week, it just didn't quite work out. On to the league standings then. We go, after looking through those results, I mean, the one that still, uh, stepped out to me uh, um, results-wise was Manchester City and Brighton with, uh, with Phil Foden 
doing Phil Foden things, and I'm sure we'll get onto that in a minute. We're going to start with the paid league, and our guest for this week, Donald Breslin, is top of it. Look at that overall rank, 6.3k. That's Tom Stones type efforts, but Tom Stones is nowhere to be seen. Donal is now taking the crown right off him, 659 points, including 86 this week. We've got Aaron, who turned up with 100 points. He's in second. And we've got Champions of Europe, Nathan Burgess, who was our guest the other week, still holding a decent rank just inside the 22k in third. But Jack's there's some good competition there, isn't there? I think they're in a bit of a league of their own, these guys. Obviously, I'm, I think I'm about mid-table in there, but ch chasing the pack big time. Obviously, we're going to uh, listen to Donald today. Hopefully, he can give away a few secrets into why he's top of our league. Absolutely killing it. Um, I've spoken to have Aaron before as well. He's come from Bonus Bank, which is he, he's been great. Budgie, superb. The points are ridiculous. Some of these boys are getting week in, week out. Um, a special shout out to uh, Spike as well, Simon Reynolds, who's in, you know, we talked about him every now and then. He's doing really well up there after his wildcard week. Um, and obviously uh, Ali as well, with Vamos Bruno hanging in, as well as our Jordy Wilson, who's our guest, I think, game week three, game week four. So um, you know, obviously it's not all bad for him. He's fifth in the league. He's a Newcastle fan, so he's buzzing as well. So yeah, tough, tough to catch up these lot. Still got to do a bit of chasing, um, hoping they drop off at some point so I can uh, get into those uh, winning positions. Yeah, I know we're giving Tom Stones a bit of banter there, but he is equal 10th, which isn't too bad. Someone that is doing a bit better than, this, uh, than him this week, though, is our manager of the week. 128 points for Steve Ward, taking out the prize, 20 Aussie dollars. And Matt, let's just have a look at this team as we scroll down. Points absolutely everywhere you look. What a team. Unbelievable. Like, you know, I was looking at it this week thinking I've, I've had a good week myself and you know, I might be on for the prize, but yeah, he's absolutely smashed it. And even better, he's a Spurs fan as well. So, you know, I'm buzzing about that. It's, uh, it's good to see another another Spurs fan doing well in FPL. You know, and he's stuck loyal there with Harry Kane as well. So I'll give him some credit, even though you know Kane's obviously blank. But yeah, great team. Mason Mount, Phil Foden, Reese James, Salah as well. Like that's just a hell of a quartet there. So um yeah, very well played. And Trent yeah, as well, really, actually. God, Trent with 10 yeah, points. Yeah. Wow. Phenomenal. Yeah, there you go. Look at uh, everywhere you look, as I say. But Reedy, it's the hat tricks of hat tricks in midfield, including your man Mohamed Salah leading that. That midfield is absolutely unbelievable, despite the injury to Mbermo, which again I'm sure we'll uh, we'll touch on a bit later. Yeah, what can you say? Uh, the Mason Mount pick. I want to I want to give some praise to which maybe you know it's probably going to get mentioned at some point anyway, but I want to give praise to, to Matt to the guru himself because if you look at his um, differentials um, or his tips from last week, the guy mentioned Mount um, and that he fancied him to to deliver. And you know he did, um, and I think I think that's something that Mason Mount has been not guilty of, but maybe his expectation levels have been a little bit higher than than, than what maybe um, he's delivered or he's been performing uh, last season and thing. And he's been uh, out of favour a little bit for Tuchel, but he came in against Norwich. He he owned he owned his role, and yeah, he got got the hat trick and uh, I think an assist as well was it so yeah brilliant brilliant score fantastic getting the captain right as well you know that's 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 what you've got to do when he's obviously he's a top manager because he's picking his captain right which uh you know I think not many people are going to shy away from Salah anyway uh with his current form I mean the same point breakdown as Salah was three goals an assist and, and three bonus so perfect week for 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 what as we say he gets the twenty dollars prize in Australian dollars of course we'll move on to the free league now and that is also quite hotly contested if you have a look at the top of that uh, we've got Joseph Alvarez at the top of that 674 points already not even hit game week 10 674 points three clear of Billy Brannigan who's in second on 671 both are in and around the uh, top 2k in the world what a top two that is you also got Shane Kelly rounding out the top uh, top three there, who's just inside 3K as well. But I tell you what, that top three, you'd be hard-pressed to find anything better than that. You know, maybe in Australia, in an Australian league, I wouldn't reckon, because that is some top three. And Jack, how does it feel? Uh, Jack and Matt, to the pair of you, obviously we started off this journey at the start of last season. How does it feel, both of you, knowing that we've got this competition right at the top of our own league that we kick-started? Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. You know, we've we've built up a huge community here at FBL Addicts, and you know, only starting last year, I think we started with 150 in the league. If I'm right in saying, Matt, at the um, when we launched last year, um, and obviously got behind, got behind it. But coming to now, I think you know, there's nearly a thousand in that league, and some of the competition at the top. Obviously, a couple of latecomers are still coming in and joining this and showing us what they've got. 
both. Um, you know, a couple of shout outs to ones who are quite regular in our Discord community, even better. Uh, Max Spiller, who's Crypto Bingo in our Discord. And obviously you've got Donald there in fifth position with no gain, no gain. So it's good to have them representing, but we'd love to see the likes of, uh, you know, Shane, Billy and Joseph come in the Discord and, and you know, and help, try and help everyone else out. I noticed Shane's there used every single chip as well, just quietly uh, to try and get them points up. Um, thanks to the uh, game FPL game tools there, but yeah, Joseph with a huge six hundred seventy-four points overall, unbelievable. So yeah, what's yeah. his team looking like, Ol? Whose team? I'm, I'm... Uh, Joseph Alvarez. Who's he got in there? Let's have a look. Got, Let's have a look. Asking you shall receive, as they say. One hundred thirteen points this week. Started Tina Livramento. Great points in defence, and again, it's that midfield, isn't it? Mount and Salah, um, and also Mikael Antonio as well, who was up there also. So. Very, very good team that up the top of the league. Um, so you know, it's one of those. I know and he's a Spurs fan as well, Ollie. <laughs> oh, here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Any wins it can, this lad. Yeah, you say you're saying all these Spurs fans, they're all better managers than you make at the moment. You need to be the best Spurs best best Spurs fan in the league, and it's you're being upstage. Mate, but um, as long as they're doing yeah. it for the club and they're doing it in the FPL addicts leagues, that's all that matters. It's the uh, the only thing has anything to do with Spurs winning this season if uh, if Joseph can take out the league title. But obviously Shane has got that. his free hit remaining, which might be an issue. Um, that's the only chip he's got left, so um, he might have to manage that a little bit better as well. Something else that we're absolutely loving is the uh, the women's league. The amount of participation we're getting in this is unbelievable. It's just showing that FPL is a game for absolutely everyone. No matter who you are, you can play this game. It's brilliant to see. And again, the competition is absolutely top quality. I mean, there's a fair gap there. May has opened up away from uh, Precista in second there. 666 points, 3.3k overall rank. Absolutely brilliant. We've got Karen Spence rounding out the top three there as well with... Uh, you know, hungry for more FPL, who's in fourth, who's on absolutely every single podcast that we do. So that top four is not too bad, but shout out to Mayor there, top one, Harry Kane. Spurs fan as well, Matt? You know what? I'm not too sure. You'd, you'd hope so with that name, Harry Kane Gilbert, but I do have a feeling Mayor might be a Man United fan. I think she's got to be Man United, hasn't she? Yeah, yes. there you go. Yeah. Representing. Yeah. We need someone in the top half or something. <laughs> should get should get her in the uh, Manchester United hot seat because... Um, probably do a better job than Ollie at the minute with a, with a team like that but my days that's an amazing amazing team and a good effort only use the one chip as well so it's a uh, great to see her at the top of the league and showing everyone else how it is done um obviously it'd be great to get as much participation in that as we can um but the numbers we've got at the moment are absolutely mind-blowing so thank you to everyone that has joined that in terms of our bonus bank well looks like Ollie's frozen there uh, I think he's going to go on to our, uh, onto our bonus bank one. I might be able to quickly bring it up unless he comes back in. But yeah, the yeah, the bonus bank league is obviously hotting up. Um, quite yeah, it's, it's good competition. This is the head to head league. Whoever wins this does claim a um, a, a, a year subscription to bonus bank, which is worth 450 Aussie dollars. So I'll just bring up this one now on here. Let's have a look. Uh, and would you believe it? Donald is also winning this competition as well. Currently, he is absolutely ruthless in terms of his uh, how he's working this. So top work, Donald. He's actually joining us in the studio in the background at the minute. But Donald, you can just hang around in there, mate. Don't panic. Um, whereas I can't find uh, this share screen button at the moment. But here we go. Ollie's still frozen. I'll remove him in there. <laughs> Always happens when you're live, eh? So, especially the Ollie Walk appeal as well. He, lo he loves a mute, doesn't he? Uh, I know, and now he he's... does love a mute, you're right. <laughs> he's, uh, he's actually nailed it again, and he hat trick hero and everything. It's, he's not paying them hamsters enough money, is he, for you know, to get his Wi Fi sorted out? So, no, that's it, isn't it? so if you just look there, uh, Donald, who's, who's going to be joining us very shortly in the studio, he is first place in the bonus bank league. Um, Aaron Wu second in there, Ali in third, or Spike in fourth, and our very own Elliot Craig in, in fifth position there. He's won seven games, not too far off the pace. Um, Guru, do you think uh, you're going to make any uh, moves in there anytime soon? Um, it's a lot trickier, this head-to-head, -head, because I, I find, you know, similar to draft, it's just who you get on that given week. Um, it's a lot more difficult. Like I've, I've, uh, I think I've climbed a few places. I've managed to get the green arrow there into around 13th. I was sitting in the mid-20s a couple of weeks back, so... Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see. But there's some strong competition at the top, and um, yeah, Donald's on absolute fire at the moment. So it's going to be hard to to get close to him for a while. 
Yeah, that's it. So you can see, uh, obviously, Ollie's joined us back in the studio now, but he's sitting in 14th there, just underneath you there, Matt. Chris Reed in 10th, who's uh, just obviously a bit further off the pace than Elliot Craig. But yeah, really exciting, the bonus bank league. So we're looking forward to it how that shapes up in uh, the next couple of weeks. But Ollie, you all good now, mate? Yeah, what is it with uh, with FPL addict host having really bad internet? Obviously, me and Elliot <laughs> both got absolutely woeful internet, so I do apologise for dropping out there. Should be okay for the uh, for the rest of the podcast, but of course, as Reedy says, I do need to be paying those hamsters a little bit more to just keep running because uh, my internet has been absolutely woeful. But we do move on. Of course, we've gone through the head to head league. Cheers, Jack, for it for stepping in. The uh, the interim interim host has has done a top job as as usual when called upon. Uh, but we've got the podcast mini league as you can see there, and we're going to start from the bottom. We're going to start with. Statman Day, very brief. He's not even here to join us tonight. Not a horrendous week from uh, from Statman, though, Jack. Yeah, he's um, he obviously came alive last week after a couple of weeks in hibernation. He hadn't had the best start, um, so he's got a bit of catching up to do now. But I think with his um, you know, his recent hauls, he's going to uh, yeah, the only way he's up for Statman. Um, so yeah, every credit he got his captain right. Obviously, during the I think up to game week seven, he didn't have Mo Salah, so he's finally sorted that out, and we know how much he delivers and carries everyone's teams really in FPL. So he's got that nailed. Yeah, he's done a brilliant job there, and he's also got a smattering of points elsewhere. Aaron Cresswell, great pick with twelve points. Uh, you've got Antonio with seven, uh, Demario Grove five, and then there's nothing really much elsewhere. But a good week for Statman Dave, who sadly isn't here to join us tonight. So I'm sure that he'll be happy watching on from afar, hearing that. Also not with us tonight is uh, is Elliot Craig. So the two absentees of the uh, podcast tonight propping up the league um elliot was really fuming with his decision to captain uh, jamie vardy um which i'm you know we've talked about how you know there was merits to captain vardy merits to captain havertz but if you didn't captain salah or mason mount or foden you probably had a bad week um and elliot's not had a great one with uh, with um captain vardy there but outside of that matt there's still some decent points elsewhere yeah look he's got some good points at the back there you know alexander arnold livermento Chilwell. so you know he's got that right but Elliot Craig, you've disappointed me by uh, not going Salah. I don't know. What, I don't know what that week off the pod's done to you. You know, all he talks about is you know the Egyptian king, the FBL king, and yeah, what's he done there? He's had an absolute nightmare with Vardy. That we couldn't have predicted the two points, um, you know, in the injury. But come on, Elliot, you're better than that. Yeah, he, he was fuming. We've talked about it all week, so we probably don't need to give him any more flack there. But um, you know, it is a shame. But I'm sure he'll bounce back, of course. He did say to, I think, to Pizza Boy on the uh, on the Discord that he was going to captain Ben Chilwell and then decided not to do it. So he um, didn't even back himself in. So a couple of a couple of bad decisions there in the end. But um, I suppose it happens to the best of us. As always, we've got a couple of questions in the comments, which I suppose we'll get to in a little moment. One from Quentin that I particularly don't like the look of. But uh, we'll bring that up in a quick moment uh, after we run through our teams. And to, uh, to go next, we'll move to third place in our league, or fourth place, I should say, which is uh, Jack Gillibrand. Uh, 95 points. Again, not a bad week from you there, mate, but just talking through your decisions this week. And also, listen, when you hit 95 and you say it's not bad, it's, it's quite tough to take that, isn't it? <laughs> Compared when people are hitting three-digit yeah. holes. So it's difficult because I, I know you're bouncing around with your, your 96 because you had a four-point hit on your 100. So let's not forget that as well, all right? But it was... Um, yeah, no, yeah, listen... <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. All good. Um, but yeah, listen, good good week. Happy with that. Obviously got the captain right, which for a start. Um, Livermento jumping in there with the nine. Alexander-Arnold with 10. I think he hit, the, um, he hit the crossbar towards the end. I think, Matt, you were telling me that, weren't you? So obviously I stopped watching the second half. So if he got that goal, obviously it would have made it a bit sweeter, I guess. But um, yeah, it would have been uh, nice to do. Grealish, obviously I brought him in last week. Didn't pick Foden. You know, other people were picking Bernardo Silva or... Um, you know, Mares or whichever, but I went Grealish. He got me in the six, so he was all right. Diaz, obviously, a bit of a letdown with that with Brighton uh, getting that goal against them and uh, not keeping that clean sheet, so disappointing. But if you scroll down a bit more, Ollie, um, I've got Hoang and Jesus in there as well. Uh, Hoang got that goal, which was great, and then Jesus got the assist. Um, I think Jesus was celebrating at one point because it, it was a bit of a slight deflection, wasn't it? But um, yeah, Vardy disappointed in there. But all round, yeah, happy with the team. Got me that 95 and, you know, I'm pretty excited going into this game week as well with the fixtures, you know, that are on with, you know, Liverpool, Liverpool City and Chelsea. Um, Aspi is on the bench. I know he's got a flag over him at the moment. So be interested to see what happens. But all round, buzzing with a 95. It's the only thing that picked me up after that horrendous result. So, yeah. 
yeah, at least you've got something to hang your hat on, mate. There's a decent team there. Um, probably saying that it wasn't a bad week is probably a little bit harsh. You've absolutely swallowed <laughs> the average. Um, but, you know... Yeah, I think going on last week as well, Ollie, we went, um, obviously we were, we were arguing about, or you were giving me a bit about putting the armband on Salah, but I did say it's a bit of a win-win situation here because I knew he'd destroy United. But I had to put the armband on him to cover myself, didn't I? So it was a bit of a win-win, <laughs> kind yeah, of, in, FP, in FPL, but not in football. Obviously, I'm still hurting a lot. Surely it's a lose-lose because the team's got walloped and Salah's got a hat-trick. Well, it's a win-lose, isn't it, really? But, you know, we don't need to get into on the technicalities. United got battered and everyone who's not a United fan is absolutely buzzing to see it. But uh, I suppose we'll move on. Uh, unfortunately for you, Jack, we're going to move on to a Liverpool fan, which means we're going to have to talk about that game a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> Reedy did raise the bat, kind of. He's got the eight-point hit there as well, which brings him down to 92. But we'll let him have the moment. And again, Reedy, it's that man, Salah. That man, Mo Salah. Um, but I find it hard to, to to bring any more words to it, to his levels and his um, sort of expectations um, of himself, really. You know, I don't know if you guys seen that uh, Cycling GK um, video where he's basically saying that Mo Salah at the end of the game, in the Watford game, came up to, to Ben Foster and he asked him if he'd have got a penalty, you know, which side would, would he have... Um, on, um, which is unbelievable, really. The guy, he's just um, he's just an absolute pleasure to have at uh, at our club, and he's just getting better and better. I mean, um, yeah, captain, forty eight points. There's a standout in there. It sticks out like a sore thumb, doesn't it? And it's brilliant to see everything else around. Rudiger, brilliant to see him back and uh, getting the clean sheet and even getting an assist from the penalty. Uh, Lewis Dunk, he came in because. I had uh, Alonso, who's uh, out of favour, and he Chilwell's just absolutely smashing it. What can you say? So we didn't get anything for Duncan. Ben White, uh, he's been a bit hit and miss, hasn't he? Uh, so, yeah. But Phil Foden, I brought him in a couple of game weeks ago or game week before. Um, he's looking everything that you want him to. At that age, he's just... He's, he's like a kid in a sweet shop. He's just having fun, isn't he? Um, what can you say? Gray got me an assist for Everton. Although they were abysmal, abysmal, sorry, uh, in that in that latter stages of that game, and I want to really allude to, or I want to point to a pick that I was influenced by on Twitter, and it's that Lambrosia for Southampton. And um, now I've had Adam Armstrong um, in for Saints, and I kept me faith in him for probably a bit too long. I mean, he was someone that he never really started anyway for me that much, but I bought, brought Brozier in. I took a hit this week, as you can see, the minus eight. Surprise, shock. Um, so, yeah, another hit. Jesus came in, uh, Brozier came in, and I think that was it, was it? Possibly. Uh, Son, I think I'd already made that on the back of the Mares transfer last week. So, Jesus got me five, but Brozier uh, got the eight. So, I can't complain. I don't want to harp on too much because I'm rubbing salt in the mo- in the wounds for Jack now, aren't I? You know, he's probably getting, thinking he's getting too much airtime, this little uh, little so-and-so. So, yeah, loving about, life. About to cut you off, you've got five, four, three. <laughs> <laughs> loving life. And I made up, you know, for, for whether you're a fancy manager that Captain Salah or you didn't, you were just unlucky this week because that's all it comes down to. It's just luck. Um, you know, a lot of people had above the average or most people had above the average. So it was just a fantastic week all around. <clears throat> yeah, just quickly, I just want to touch on that Broja pick as well. He obviously didn't play this morning against his former club Chelsea due to injury. Are you a bit worried about that uh, that flag on him? Yeah, as you can see, he's got a flag there. It's apparently, I think it might be an ankle injury, um, but we, we've got to wait for conferences. Um, that's not going to matter anyway, and I'll tell you why in a bit. Um, but I've got Vardy, Broja, you know, White with injuries there. Uh, so... Yeah, it's, it's probably unlikely he'll play, but things could change. Yeah, they definitely could. In terms of uh, in terms of my team, again, I'm another one who sort of raised the bat there. Uh, 96 points. I was actually fuming with this. Um, I was happy with the score, obviously, but disappointed that you know the hit meant nothing and I could have had 100 points. But it is what it is. It's still a very good week. Can't complain too much. That defence is just unbelievable. And if not for a Callum Wilson screamer, I would have had contributions all round in that back four. But, I mean, you can't really complain too much with that goal. Again, Salah, we've talked about him too much. So, you know, we're not really going to say the same things. Mikel Antonio was planning on transferring him out this week, but with his goal and injuries to, to multiple strikers, I'm not going to bother just yet. 
Um, it was actually a really clever finish from Antonio, um, obviously from the corner, got in front of Harry Kane and just tapped it home. And obviously a really, really cool celebration on the end of that as well. I think he's the best celebrator in the league at the moment, uh, which I'm sure West Ham fans will tra- uh, will take as a trophy. Um, but that team, I'm really happy with it. Um, I've already made my transfer for this week, which we'll get onto in a moment. I'm happy with the squad. Um, but obviously always looking to improve and looking to take green arrows. I know we were saying a few weeks ago how I was only taking one green arrow out of all these leagues. Look at all that green. Look at all that green. It's brilliant. I'll absolutely love it. But uh, we'll take that, move on. Decent week. Um, and yeah, we've got to move forward. We can't dwell on it too much. We've got another game week to go on to next week. But uh, but Matt, obviously you are the only one to, to really technically raise the bat this week. 104 points. Obviously, um, we don't know if you've done it on the YouTube yet. We're one subscriber away, as we as we said beforehand, but you've definitely done it in FPL, so no one can take that one away from you. Well done, mate. Yeah, cheers, Ollie. And um, yeah, look, I'm not going to lie, I didn't expect 104 this week. Um, my team was a bit underwhelming um, in some areas. Um, obviously, I've still got that bit of a, you know, that Wolves problem in there. Um, but yeah, can't complain with that. Um, yeah, massive score. But I can I can thank Mo Salah for most of that. And also a uh, little Phil Foden, who... Um, yeah, he's been a great pick since I've had him in for the last two game weeks. He was my um, earliest transfer in history of FPL I've ever made. I did it before the international break. And yeah, I'm buzzing. I've got him in there now. I think Reedy's got him in there as well. So, um, you know, we've beat the price rises and we've got him in ahead of the curve. So, um, yeah, really happy with that one. Yeah, it's a great, great uh, team you've got there as well. So you should be absolutely buzzing. Um thought I had you on 90, uh, 99 subscribers. You're on 97. We need to get into 100 by the end of this podcast anyway. So if you haven't subscribed to the crew yet, make sure you go and do so. We're trying to hit that three-figure mark by the end of the podcast, which would be absolutely brilliant just to go with um, what you've said. But got a question here from Rory Gorman saying, Chris, lad, how many hits have you taken this year? Um, <laughs> God, approximate. It's gonna be, you, you, can't, you can't be counting, but approximate. Uh, well... Oh, I've taken I've taken minus eight in the last three weeks, so there's six six hits I suppose, um, or three if you want to look at it from a game week perspective. You've definitely taken a minus four in there as well, Reedy. You, you love it. I'm just I'm just looking on your team, mate. I think uh, me, Ollie, uh, the Guru, we've all taken uh, I think seven transfers. I've taken nine. You've had seventeen yeah. transfers since yeah. the start of the season. There we go. There we go. There's the stats. Um, so I have taken uh, quite a few more than, than maybe you guys. But look at where I am in terms of positioning. Um, I could be higher. Don't get me wrong. Overall rank and all the rest of it, I could be higher. Uh, but I'm having fun with the game. And for me, from a personal perspective, that's what it's all about. And it's all calculated risks, of course. I'm taking those risks uh, for a reason. Um, and I've managed to do pretty well in in regards to me score the last uh, three game weeks. So I am trying my best to not take the hits. And I've got a plan for the next two game weeks before the international break, which I'll let you know in a bit. But yeah, Hitman is still very much here for now. Well, I mean, you say you've got a plan. We're going to move on to the part of the podcast now. Transfers and captains. So, uh, Reedy, we will start with you, mate. If you've got a plan, let the car out of the bag, mate. What's it for this week? It is the wildcard, boys. It is the wildcard. The Ooh, activation. The wildcard klaxon. The activation has been made. Yeah, the activation's been made. So I just felt it was the right time. Um, I'm really excited with this wildcard. I'm not sort of on the, not a bandwagon as such because we had the Lukaku injury and we had everyone then going, right, I've had to wildcard. We've had a few people earlier on in the, you know, in the season of the game weeks who've wanted to change things up a bit. Um, the guru being one of those and it worked out for him and uh, I just think it's the right time like I say you, you know what as well you look at these injuries that have now come in come in as well uh, you the likes of Vardy Ben White who are in my team and and that one Brozier that, that you mentioned so I just look at them fixtures and I just look at the plan that I've got in place you know Chelsea against Newcastle City against Palace Liverpool v Brighton um, and I'm hoping I'm hoping I can stay strong and roll over for two game weeks. Two. Is it going to happen? Probably not. Uh, but that is the plan. Two rollovers. There we go. Th- minus 36. Oof, just think where it could be. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to sort of, you know, sit here and, and whinge about it too much. I'm just going to look forward to... Are we, we going to hear what this team is? 
You want to all you want all oh, look team. up. Hey, well, he's he's like that now. He's thinking. What are we doing? What are we discussing here? You all right, all right. Tell us your team. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Okay. Right, so this isn't final, as you know, wild cards aren't always set, but at the moment, uh, I have had to switch it up and take Raya out with that injury news. That was going to be uh, the guy I had in net, um, which did save me quite a bit of money in the bank, um, I think about two odd mil, but now I've got 0.7 because I've put Alisson in. That is just the temp thing, while I can look for potentially something, you know, someone better. Cancelo is in there, Trent is in there, Chilwell is in there. What more can I say? Salah, who's going to be my captain? I'm not going to hide that because, yeah, again, we're at home against Brighton. Foden's in there still. So the players that have kept hold of are Salah and Foden from the previous team. Mount is in there, but there is a little bit of a, not a doubt as such, but, you know, I know it was Norwich. I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not soft. He did. He did play against the team that the whipping boys this you know of this season. So he's in there for now. Hudson Odoi. I brought him in, but I don't like that one in the sense that I feel like he's not going to be in my team for the long run. So that might be a short pick. Um, and then you've got Huang, Jesus, and Antonio. Um, my bench is looking okay, pretty decent. I've got Foster and Net or Foster, uh, Smith Rowe, Livramento, and Mankio, which leaves me 0.7 currently in the bank. So. What can I say? I just think it's a brilliant team, and I'm probably going to make one or two changes, but the majority of them there are pretty much set, especially that defence. I tell you what, I wouldn't be thinking with that team too much because that team sounds good. Full squad, decent to full, really, really good defence. You know, don't there not many two, not too many fours that are currently fit anyway. Uh, they're all out injured, so to go light up forward isn't a bad option, but Reedy, I really do like that team, especially you don't have to hide the fact that Sal is your captain because he's the best player, not only in the league at the moment, but in the world, in my opinion, so a great shout going with him there. Uh, let us know in the comments what you think of Reedy's wildcard team, and you can give him uh, all the advice or opinions that he uh, may want. Um, a few point chasers, says Rubber Ducky, the uh, the goat of FPL Twitter spaces. Uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi is apparently a strange pick, which I, I tend to agree with, to be honest. I mean, if he play well, I'd probably wait a couple of weeks. Um, just because if you can put up constant, uh, consistent scores, it's a really diff- uh, good differential and also cheap. But is he reliable? Are we trusting him too much on one week? Potentially. So that's one I think about. But if it works for you, um, then it works for you. And obviously, you've got Smithrow on the bench who looks nailed on at Arsenal. So you can always bring him on in that case anyway and bench Hudson Odoi if you need. Um, but we will move on to uh, to everyone else at the moment. Uh, Jack, what are your plans for the week? At the minute, just with these flags over, I think we've got four players with flags on. Uh, one's probably Vardy and Aspi. Um, so them two. I'm just, yeah, I've got to wait for press conferences. I can't move yet. Got to wait for these ones and then uh, I'll react from there. You know, it might include a, a hit somewhere or maybe load up a bit more in the midfield um, if I have to take uh, Vardy out or could just roll over, which would be lovely. Well, definitely, you could roll over. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about that Vardy one myself if we get onto my team in a moment. But the flags have absolutely ruined everyone this week. But hopefully, the press conference can sort those all out. But, you know, Rolling over, doing the old Elliot Craig strategy might be one that might work for you. So I'll have to see if that eventuates. For me, I've already made one transfer. Um, I thought that Phil Foden was going to have a price rise and I was a bit worried that Saeed Benrahma could fall and I had 0.2 million in the bank. So I wanted to make sure I got that one done early. Phil Foden looks in really good form. I haven't had a Man City asset all season. I feel like I want one just because at the moment they're one of the best teams in the league and to go without them just seems crazy. Foden seems nailed at the moment. So I'm taking a risk. I'm taking a real risk with Foden. Um, I don't think it's that much of a risk. Um, it is a risk, but only a little one. So we're going to take it. Rafinha's apparently fit, so that might help out some managers. Uh, Elliot says he's rolling over. I've just said it's the Elliot Craig strategy. It shouldn't even be called rolling over. It should just be called Craiging at this point or something like that. Because that's all he ever does. It seems to uh, work for him usually, not this season. But yeah, it may as well. Craiging over, why not? It's not working for him this season. Because um, this season he's doing absolutely nothing, but everything else, every other season it's worked out all right for him. But the uh, the old rolling over strategy doesn't work out too well um, for some and works out for others. So so there you go. But I've gone from um, Van Rama to Foden. I might have to take a hit to get rid of Vardy. I don't really want to do that. So I, I, I don't really want to put him on my bench either. So we're going to wait and see on Vardy is basically my plan. But uh, And I'll be Captain Salah. So Matt, what about you? Any uh, transfers you made or are you uh, doing the old Elliot strategy as well? So for those that have tuned into the team selection, they will know who the uh, who the transfers are this week or who they're going to be. Um, yeah, but look, right now I've actually uh, it's not actually made them. I'm waiting to the press conferences. There's too many flags on players this week. I think 
you know, you can't do your transfers now. Someone like Foden's different. Um, you know, he didn't play in the League Cup. He's not got a flag, but, you know, I think there's a lot of people that, you know, just wait for press conferences this week. There's too many flags. You know, be patient and, um, and take your time this week. Yeah, it's definitely a good strategy, especially with all the hits that are there, all the flags that are there. And, you know, I think there's a lot of injuries. So it's probably nice just to uh, to wait and just see what the uh, what the damage is, especially with the press conferences. So uh, we will have to wait and see. But there are our teams, our plans, and our captains for next week. So now we're going to move on to the guest section and we have got one of the best managers this season come <laughs> out of absolutely nowhere, but he's leading the pay league at the moment. It's Donald Breslin, Donald Breslin, pardon me, I should say, on the Central Coast. How are you doing, mate? Pretty good, Ollie. Good to be with you guys. Pleasure to chat FPL. It's great to have you uh, as well. First appearance on the podcast for you. Hopefully it is the first of any, but if... Um, have a look down at the questions at the moment. Could you just debrief us on your season so far, Donnell? Game week one to nine. How are you tracking this year um, compared to last year? I imagine you're doing pretty well this year compared to last year because uh, just the barnstorming start you've had. Um, you know, if you replicated that last season, then uh, you're really a manager we should have expected to do so well. Um, and as well as that, what are your expectations for uh, for this season? Well, I'm probably going to surprise you here, Ollie, is that uh, I'm doing pretty solid, as you can see there now at uh, 6,000. 350 and um, got six green arrows, um, but actually tracking quite similar to last year. Um, I got inside the top 10K around this time last year, bounced around there for almost the entire season. In fact, it might have been a little bit outside it up until game week 33 when Chris Woods banged a hat trick and I got inside the top 2K and probably played it a bit too smart in the last few games. Um, took a couple of hits, one memorable one is Ederson. Um, got benched for Carson, the only um, appearance he had for the year. So lost out on a clean sheet on that occasion. And then there was like some crazy fumble at the last uh, few minutes of one of the games. So ended up coming outside the 5K and finished on 5,029, which, you know, sucks because you really want to be inside that top 5K. So that's what I'm determined to do this year. So you're going even worse than last season, which I suppose is a warning sign for FPL managers <laughs> that you've still got another level to go to. So to say you've already had an amazing start and you've got another level is crazy. So fair play uh, to you for, for being consistent in that regard. Probably um, the best manager that we've got this season. And with that sort of form, you can see why, um, you know, just to see how well you've done this season has been absolutely brilliant, of course. Uh, but moving on ever so slightly, if we may, we said you've played your wild card in game week nine. So last week, how did you get on and uh, how long have you planned for? Well, I got an 86, um, which ordinarily would be a good score. Um, but I think we can all say game week nine was anything but ordinary. Uh, I was 24 points above the average and still got a red arrow. Um, if I actually hadn't have played the wild card, um, and benched Lukaku, like just say I didn't realize the game week uh, deadline was on Friday, I probably would have had about 95. Um, so I can't complain, though. Uh, I made the decision on the information I had available to me. Uh, once Lukaku got injured, I had to react. I've been looking at it for a few weeks, but it's comfortable with my team. I had plans uh, what I was going to do for the, the next few game weeks, but once I had all that money in the bank, I thought now's the time to spread it through the team um, so I really feel like I'm set up well for the next um, few weeks. Don't have any major um, plans of what I need to do other than the man Foden. Um, he's the only guy I'm looking at that I think I need to bring in. Definitely one that you should probably bring in and one that I brought in. So if there's anyone that I would advise, that's not a bad option whatsoever. You know, he's going really well at the moment. So um, so he'd be one I'd be looking at, but otherwise a decent team. All right, Dalal. Uh, good to see you, mate. Um, good to see a face, or you know, put a face mm. to a name. Um, welcome to the pod, and you're absolutely killing it. Um, what can we say? Setting the uh, <laughs> setting the bar this high and even more so. Um, so basically, a couple of questions for you. Aside from yep. Salah, uh, of course, who you know, he's been the best asset to own. Um, are you, you know, you know, in terms of in terms of will these be carrying forward too? So, like, say, say for example, you've got Salah; he's the go-to captain, and all the rest of it. Um, is there who have been the best assets for you basically to own 
um, you know, to get to, to get you where you are now? Um, will these be the ones that carry you forward as well? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think the the, the essential pick other than Salah is Trent. If, if I'm sure there's not too many complete newbies to the show or to FPM watching the show tonight, but if you don't have Trent in your team, get him. This guy is essential, and that, that has to be used sparingly, that word. Uh, but if you don't have him, this is a guy who's got roots to points, goals, assists, clean sheets. You have to have him. I, I don't think any player, or there'll be very few players that can do consistently well without him. You know, If you don't have him in your team, you've got to hide behind the couch, similar to Salah in that respect. For 7.5 mil or 7.6, whatever he is at the moment, it's value for money. You know, if you don't know the game, you might look at a player like that and think, oh, that's really expensive. But this is a guy that consistently gets double digit hauls. So I say Trent's a must. That's how I see it. Get him in your team. Yeah, that's that's a brilliant shout that Donal. And uh, you know, as you alluded to there in regards to the price price figure, what puts a lot of FPL managers off. If he is starting for Liverpool. Um, you know, he's he's pretty much playing as a midfielder half the time. Mm-hmm. And those double digit halls are gonna really, really gonna um bump your score up and bump you up in the ranks. Um Habits didn't hit against Norwich, as a lot of fancy managers unfortunately know. Um, is he staying in your team? Um, or should FBL managers do this, you know, should they do the same and why? So, you know, you know, they've got Newcastle next fixture. Should they potentially, if they haven't got him in, look at getting him in or even, you know, keep him if they've also got him? Yeah, so I'll speak about my own individual situation first. And I have been grappling with this after watching the games at the weekend. Um, I think we can all say Havertz failed the eye test miserably. You know, he didn't get in the box He very often with many touches. When he did get touches where he was involved, he couldn't get the ball out of his feet. And I actually thought about it. I heard it on a couple of commentaries that Tuchel doesn't necessarily, even with Lukaku in the team, he wasn't the man at the end of things. And that does create a bit of concern for me that even against Newcastle, he might not be that man. He could be the target man, uh, but he may not be the one who actually gets the points like we've seen at the weekend. And then you've got Foden, on the other hand. I've been thinking about it for about three, four weeks now, about bringing him in. You're always worried about the Pep roulette. But I think he's a guy we just got to get in our team. So whether I do it this week, you know, you always like to bank a transfer after doing the, the wild card. But are we missing a trick? Is it just in front of us? Are we, are we, are we ignoring the obvious here that Foden is a better long-term pick? So... I probably yeah. still will play him uh, and stick with Havertz and, and hope that he can get on the end of things. But my brain is starting to tell me that Foden's the man to go to. Yeah, it's it's certainly difficult with these fixtures that Chelsea have got because they are still really good fixtures on paper. Um, so I think that one for you might end up going to the wire. Uh, but good luck either way. Thanks, Tris. Hi, Dono. It's the Guru here. And it's, it's so good to finally meet you, mate. Obviously, we talk a lot on Twitter <laughs> We talk a lot on Discord. I like love all your insights as well. So um, but super keen to get some more off you. So you obviously mentioned Foden already. Um, is there another player or two on your watch list who you're looking at bringing in? Um, and if so, why? Well, straight up, I'm actually not. Um, if you look at my team there, it goes against what we'd normally have for a formation. I actually don't like any strikers right now. I'm going for guys that I think have got good fixtures. I like Jimenez, but I'm not like super excited. Tony's got amazing fixtures. I'm thinking he can finally start to bang in the next few, but it's not like I'm super excited. Um, then you got Brogia, I've got in the team, you know, looking good for the last couple of games, but it's not like I'm going to be bringing him in. I'm basically looking to spread the funds around. Salah's going to be an automatic captain right up until January in the African nations. So it doesn't make sense to have another premium if you're not going to captain them. So you want to spread it around. You want to get players that's likely to pick up some points. So other than Foden, I think I'm pretty set until, of course, somebody starts to bang in a striker. And then I'm going to need to bring some funds from either midfield or defence, like Livramento sitting on the bench there, I, I should be probably playing him. I thought when I got uh, Diaz, set and forget, 
he's sorted for the for the season. I don't need to think about him. Is he a premium that maybe I could do without? Possibly bring him down to another 4.2 or something player, get some funds into the, the striker position. But there's nobody up top at the moment that actually um, interests me. I love your insights there, uh, Dodi. And I think um, yeah, you make a great point there as well about um, you know, Salah being your captain till January, going to the AFCON. I think those few weeks when he's away is going to really shake up FPL this season. Um, but just on to another question, just a bit off topic. Um, there's been a lot of issues in the last week in FPL dealing with you know, people talking about mental health. Yeah. How do you deal with the wrong decisions and the stresses involved and that type of thing? So how do you deal with um with wrong decisions when uh, you know if you do make them, obviously you've not made you've not made many wrong decisions this season, but how do you deal with those wrong decisions and um you know and those bad game weeks? Yeah, so I don't necessarily have the the perfect answer to that. Um, I think anybody who's watching this has taken FPL pretty serious. You know, we wake up on a Sunday morning or a Monday morning. Obviously, Chris, you get to see these games probably live. Um, but when we wake up, we reach for the phone. We want to see what happens. So we, we do matter what that outcome is. Um, but we base decisions on the information that we've got. And just because an outcome doesn't work out the way that we predicted um, doesn't mean that we should be upset. Variance is, is a part of the game, like the stock market or poker and, and so many other games. And we've got to live with that. And um, if, if you are somebody that perhaps um, suffers from stress and, and all kinds of anxiety impacts, you know, there's ways to deal with that. And, taking the dog for a walk and, 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 and sports and things to just step away from it um, is the best advice I can give. I love that, Dodie. You know, you put, you've put that so well. So thanks for such a you know, well-spoken answer there. Um, last question from me. Um, so you've been con contributing a lot in our Discord channel. You know, you're a paid member, um, you know, free member, paid member. You know, you, you're pretty much everywhere. You're in the Champions League as well. Um, you know, it's great. <laughs> Um, so what do you enjoy most about the, uh, the FBL Alex community? Yeah, well, I was thinking about this actually, and, you know, I've played a lot of football and you, uh, with various teams and, and, you know, you get to talk FPL and have that banter in, in person, uh, worked in the office with plenty of, um, uh, expats and we'd always follow FPL, you know, when I was more say a casual, but over the last couple of years with COVID and all, and we're more at home and we're, communicating people digitally, um, you know, it, it's an absolute pleasure to be able to engage with people down under on something I'm so passionate about. And I'm sure for many guys who are watching this, it's, it's an outlet for them to be able to, um, you know, share their enthusiasm for, for FPL and, and just have that banter as well along the way. So, you know, it's a great outlet for sure. Oh, that's, that's, that's so good to hear, Dodie. And um, yeah, look, keep up your good work. And uh, I'm glad you're loving the community. That's, uh, yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it absolutely is. Absolutely is, Dan Allen. You've been brilliant on the podcast already. I just wanted to say on the back of your mental health point that, you know, all of us are here, all of us are FPL addicts. We've got all the twists on our screen. So myself, Ollie Walker Peel, Guru FPL addicts, uh, the Guru, uh, sorry, Chris Reed, uh, Liverpool Guru, if you will, FPL addicts Reedy. And you've got Jack's Twitter up on the screen there as well, at like Esports Live now. Uh, all of us are here. You know, if you need to talk to us about FPL, about life, about anything, uh, we're always open. Twitter DMs always open. Uh, you're never a burden. So if you ever need to talk to us, feel free to send that message across and uh, we'll help wherever we can. Uh, there's also obviously services like Are You Okay if you're in Australia, Samaritans as well, back in England. So there are services that if you're not feeling so well um, and you feel comfortable to reach out to those people, go and do so because it might be very, you know, might be a way that you can help yourselves. But if you just want to talk to us, then uh, all our Twitters are on the screen and you can message us any hour of the day, anytime and we'll, uh, we'll get back to you. Um, so I just wanted to mention that because I feel like mental health is really really important and something that we all take very, very seriously. And it's way more important than FPL. So if you do need to take a break from FPL, um, you can always do that because um, you've got to prioritise your mental health because that's the most important thing. Uh, but Donald, back to you. Um, you've got the opportunity now to ask one of us a question uh, about FPL. Who's it for? And, uh, and what's your question, mate? Yeah, well, I suppose got to ask the guru. Um I know that I'm not actually a big differential guy myself, but if you're going to win it, you're going to get in those big, uh, uh, I'll just say top 1K or my big uh, termination this year to get inside the, the top 5K, who should we be looking at? 
from a differential perspective or uh, just anyone? Yeah, the differential. I think the obvious ones, we're watching it every day. We've, we've got a bit of an idea, but those ones, the, the hidden gems. There's a few this season, isn't there? Um, it's tough, I think, because, um, you know, I'd usually say, obviously, Liveramento's already taken. You know, he's he's an absolute gem. I think everyone already owns mm. Liveramento. You know, but we're starting to see guys like uh, Broher from uh, Southampton, who's coming through at 5 million. I think you, the, Josh King's another one. It's about 5.6 now. If you can get those types of enablers in your side and, and give you some cash elsewhere to then have that premium defence to get the likes of Trent in, to get the likes of uh, Chilwell in, um, I think you've got to look to those types mm. of players. So I'll probably be looking at one of those budget forwards, either a Broha, um, you know, a Josh King, maybe a Dennis. And then in midfield, if you can get an enabler like Smith Rowe, I think he's a bit of a hidden gem now all of a sudden. I know he's not someone that hits every week, but when he yeah. does get those hits, they seem to be double digits. He's, he's got the um, you know the thirteen pointer in the previous game week. He had the one against Spurs as well, where he got into double figures. He's got a game against Watford in a couple of weeks. I can see him doing similar in there. So I think um, you know there's a couple of those types of assets. Even someone like Saka when he starts to hit form. So yeah. I, I think there is hidden gems um, in and around a lot of these sides, um, and even people that not so much um, you know a, a differential in terms of their price, but ownership they are a Jaden Sancho you know someone that's not wow. quite come into form um but he will come into form I think you know once United start playing you know the, the football properly and I guess in a way or they, they get it together you know United are only going to get better from here I don't think it can get any worse you know it's either going to be with Ollie or you know without Ollie um and they, they are going to get better they've got a good run and I do think um you know, someone like Sancho everyone's dismissing him right now obviously because he's not giving them any points He's mm. not getting any uh, any minutes, um, but I think he's someone that eventually, once he once he gets games, he gets he's going to get the stats. We saw it in the Bundesliga, Bundesliga, what he's capable of. I think players like that, even a Harry Kane right now as well. You know, once they're all they're all differentials right now. So um, yeah, there's mm. obviously a lot lot to choose from, but I think um, you know, J- Jaden Sancho's, Josh King's, Brohas, Emil Smith Rose, those types of players um, who all have quite low ownership and aren't really. Um, you know, in too many teams are, are ones to watch. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, absolutely brilliant stuff there, mate, Donald. But we've got a quick game just to uh, to round off. It's a bit of this or that. So you've been given two choices. Got 30 seconds or just over. Got to, uh, you know, got to pick between two options. So um, I'll run through it and uh, you just got to pick one. All good? Yep, go ahead. Yep. All right, let's go. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer or Antonio Conte? Conte. <laughs> Jesus or Antonio? Jesus. Kane or Ronaldo? Kane. Sanchez or Ramsdale? Sanchez. Chilwell or Alonso? Chilwell. Grealish or Foden? Foden. Broger or Huang Hee Chan? Uh, Chang. Uh, Rudiger or Diaz? Diaz. And final one, Ben White or Shane Duffy? Well, I would normally go Ben White, but he's injured, so I'm going to have to go Duffy. <laughs> Donnell, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast this week. One of uh, the great guests that we've had on, but you've been an absolute pleasure to have on, mate. Best of luck with the rest of your FPL season. Pleasure, guys. Good talking to you. Take care. So now we have got the guru section with the guru himself, Matty Day, the absolute legend. This is the information part of the podcast, which most people probably tune in for. And if you do, I do not blame you at all. Matty, take it away, my mate. Thanks, Ollie. And um, yeah, let's want to say again, great stuff. Uh, Donal, really enjoyed that. Great uh, guest section there. And, you know, all your comments were unbelievable. So um, look, we'll start off with the differentials here for Game Week 10. And the first one on my list is going to be... Um, Gelhart from Leeds. I'm not sure if anyone on here caught the Leeds Wolves game the other day. It was a great game of football. And this um, this young Leeds striker come off the bench. He was left footed. It was absolutely phenomenal. Um, he won the penalty at the end. He got the four points. Uh, 0.6% ownership. He's got Norwich away this week. Got rested in the League Cup. I think he's going to start this week. I think he's a massive differential. So we're talking then to, to Dodie about players to get ahead. This guy could be quite good in the interim, you know, with Bamford out. 
So definitely one to look out for this weekend. Uh, in defence, I'm going to go with Andy Robertson uh, from Liverpool. Home to Brighton, 2.1% owned. You know, I think he uh, put in a great uh, shift against Man United last week. Come out with the six points. You know, I was unlucky not to get on the end of the uh, the cross that, that Yotta put away. I saw Robertson was you know hanging in the uh, edge of the box there. Um, so I think he's a really good one this weekend. I'm expecting big points from Liverpool this week. Uh, and then my next one, I'm going to go with the man, Josh King. So I mentioned him before, 1.4% owned. He's got Saints at home. You know, he's about, I think he's 5.5 million right now. He got 16 points against Everton. And in the game, his influence is eight out of 85 strikers right now. So really big on Josh King. And then my last one, I'm going to go with a, a Burnley asset. And I know Quinton from uh, FPL Amateurs of Oz is going to love this one. It's going to be Cornet or Cornet, however it's uh, however you want to call him. The uh, the Burnley midfielder, he got 15 points out last time. You know, he's looking good. He's got a smashing left foot, really low ownership. I think it's, it's below 1% right now. It's about 0.3%, I believe. So he's got to be in there this week. Yeah, I was saying to my dad, actually, he doesn't watch Burnley anymore, but he's a Burnley fan. He, he said he's going to be the man to keep Burnley up. Because I don't know where the goals are coming from otherwise, but, you know, if I'm going to take my Rovers glasses off, he's been scoring a lot of goals and a lot of points. So if you're not a Rovers fan, he might be uh, one that you could bring in. But moving on to your captains now, Matt, and uh, you've actually got one of the players you've mentioned as a curveball. But what about your actual main captains? Who do you think? Yeah, look, Salah's first on the list. And um, there's I really wouldn't look past him this week personally. You know, that's my view. Um, so he's top of the list. Second in line, I'm going to put Trent Alexander-Arnold for Liverpool. You know, we've we've spoken about him a lot. You know, he's an unbelievable player. He's pretty much a midfielder um, in FPL. You, you're playing, playing him as a defender, but he plays in midfield uh, for Liverpool. That's how high up the pitch he is. So he's probably my next in line as a captain shout. And then my last one, uh, it's going to be Phil Foden at home to Palace. You know, looking brilliant at the moment. Sharp, playing in the false nine. So I think he's another good captain shout as well. Yeah, we're going to get onto your curveball. Obviously, the Rovers fan. I'm going to hate this one, but but go with it anyway. It's going to be uh, Cornet from uh, from Burnley. I was coming off the back of those couple of goals. He's got this home game against Brentford, which you know it, it's on paper you look at it and think it's tough with the way Burnley have been playing, which you know hasn't been great, and the way Brentford have been playing this season, which has you know, been pretty impressive. But they've got a big injury crisis. You know, the like of uh, Mbambo injured. Raya got the four-month uh, four knee injury today. You know, Pinnock's potentially going to be out as well. You know, there's plenty of injuries there for Brentford. So I think he's a really good curveball, one-week sort of punt if you want to try something different this week. Yeah, definitely one way that you could go. Um, obviously, with the Brentford, you know, Brentford have, you know, they've been decimated really, haven't they, with injury. Um, I'm hoping that Brentford obviously get the job done because there's a Rovers when you learn. It's like you support Rovers and whoever's playing against Burnley, but it could be a week for Burnley to maybe notch their first one of the season. Um, interesting to see how uh, how they get on. On to three teams to back now, uh, Guru. Who are you going with? I think I'll, uh, I'll back Man City against Palace. Um, I think they'll win that one. Uh, Chelsea away to Newcastle. I think... Uh, can't see Newcastle picking up their first win. So, yeah, sorry, Elliot. It's got to be Chelsea. And then the third one, you know, I'm going to I'm going to back. Actually, I'm going to do two teams. For the third. I'm going to put, do a third and a fourth because I, I can't not do Liverpool against Brighton. Um, sorry, FBO, I'll spike. But I think Liverpool, um, you know, are going to win that one. But enjoy your trip to Anfield anyway. And then the last one, I'm going to go Leeds at Norwich. I just can't see Leeds winning a game for a while this season. I can't see them getting anything about that, especially now we've heard the, uh, the Rafinha news. Um, and you've got three big fixtures, Guru, or are you just going to roll with the uh, the fixtures you've used in the teams to back? I think we'll roll with those. I think um, if we're going to pick one, you know, for FPL assets, that I think is quite big this weekend. It's got to be the Spurs v United game. You know, you've got Ronaldo, Harry Kane, Son, uh, Bruno. You know, they've all been big FPL assets at times this season. You know, they're high, they're uh, very high priced. Um, there's a lot of people still holding on to a lot of these players. You know, with glimmer, a glimmer of hope. I'm one of them with Ronaldo. Um, you know, so I think that's a big FPL one and it's obviously going to be big for me and Jack. But, you know, I hate saying this, but a bit of me is kind of like, I'm not too bothered if we lose because I think I'm on the Nuno Out Brigade. This is the question I hinted at before. I think I know the Guru's answer. It's from Quentin. It was on his podcast, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago or a week ago now. Absolutely top lad and runs a good podcast as well. So uh, FPL Amateurs of Oz, uh, you know, top people down there. 
him and FPL West Ham. So you've got, hey, fellas, would you go Saka to Cornet or Saka to Tielemans? Regrettably, Guru, I think I know your answer here. You know what, this week I'd say Cornet. Um, last week it would have been Tielemans, or Tielemans, sorry, because um, he was actually one of my differentials as well and he bagged that absolute screamer, but he's been carrying a bit of a knock. He's been a bit of an injury threat. So, yeah, sorry, uh, Ollie. Cornet for sure. This ah, week. There you go. Well, that ends the guru section. Brilliant guru section, as always, other than all the Maxwell Cornet shout-outs. But uh, good stuff again, Guru. Thanks again. And that will wrap us up for the Game Week 10 preview podcast. It's absolutely blown by this just over an hour. But it's been an absolute pleasure to bring this one to you. Make sure that we do have... Uh, we do have everyone tuning into all of the uh, content we've got this week, the hot tip stuff and everything else we've got for Game Week 10. We've got the watch along on Saturday as well. Just a quick note that, that this is our last Wednesday night preview pod. Next week we will be moving to Thursdays because Melbourne is back open and that works for the best of us if it's all on Thursday now. Jack's going to be too busy just celebrating on, on Wednesday nights now apparently. He'll be getting out on the on the session with all the other all the other FPL lads he knows off it's Twitter. The, it's the hump day of the week, mate. Come on. Oh, aye. Defo. Defo. Um, <laughs> if I was old enough to, to drink, maybe I'd be doing the same but i won't be uh, but that's a story for another day i suppose but keep an eye out for the fpl addicts youtube channel in the coming days for all the content coming up make sure you do subscribe we're trying to get the guru to 100 subscribers how he's not got there yet i do not know but make sure to keep following us and uh, we'll get all that content out to you stay safe take care hope all your fpl dreams come true and bye for now <laughs>